Welcome to Callback Podcast number 21. On this podcast, it was just us hosts. We got together to, uh, you know, catch up. We like to do it every now and then. Aaron uh, was about to go on a, a big tour, so we always like to uh, touch base before he does and then hit him up when he gets back to see how it went. And, uh, well, we had a great time. It was, it was also our Oscar picks show, so we uh, we give our Oscar picks. I'm a huge Oscar buff. Uh, you know, I, I watch the Oscars ever since I was a little kid. Big movie fan. In fact, I think... Uh, I have seen, with the exception of some of the short films, every movie that's been nominated for anything this year. So that's what a completist I am. I'm really excited about the Oscars. It's going to be a lot of fun. Also, uh, we'll be spending it with Eric Streeper. Eric Streeper's uh, throwing a party for us this year, and uh, he is our webmaster. Which uh, So I want to shout out to Eric and say thanks uh, for keeping the website alive. If you uh, haven't gone there, please do. Callbackpodcast.com. Also, uh, if you want to reach out to us, we've been getting a lot of great feedback. We really appreciate it. Thanks to all the listeners. Uh, you can reach out to us, callbackpodcast at gmail.com. Also, find us on Twitter. We're at callbackpodcast on Twitter. And um, uh, also, uh, we have a Facebook page. Please go to our Facebook page and like us on Facebook. We're also, and this is it, this is the last, I promise, but uh, iTunes. If you haven't done so, please go to iTunes and subscribe. It's totally free, no strings attached, just subscribe. If you want to leave a comment, that'd be great too. No pressure, but please do. And uh, with that out of the way, uh, let's do uh, episode number 21, Oscar Picks. Oh, All right, thanks everyone. <laughs> that was podcast number twenty-one. Twenty-one. All right, great. In the can. Perfect. Uh, so we're obviously rolling, Dick. Right? <laughs> yeah. Dick, right? And Dick left. It's kind of um, to the left. That's nice. Oh boy. Hey. Uh, so okay. So we started. I wasn't prepared for this, but that's cool. We can jump right into this uh, podcast number twenty-one with just us hosts. How's everybody doing tonight? Good. Hanging in there. All right. Sound out for you. Where's Aaron? Where's Aaron Glass? Hmm. Huh. <laughs> there you are. And Edgar Bolson. I'm here. Hey. Uh, so uh, when's the last time we did one of these? Do you remember? You mean a just the host? Just the host. An evening with the host? An evening with the hosts. It's been a minute. At least a minute. I think it was minute. after... Uh, I think it was after... It was, it's been a while. It's been, August, uh, possibly? Yeah. Thinking um, August. Well, we're actually... Uh, we I'm haven't from, been as feeling, faithful. Feeling California, but looking Minnesota. To um, feeling what? <laughs> uh, so, Aaron, you're going back on uh, you're going back on tour this Saturday. New York will be back for two months. You're gonna so we're gonna have yeah, to do I'll a couple. Back. I'll be back for like six hours here yeah, yeah, and no. there. We'll have to do a couple without you. I hope you're okay with that. Um, Hope you still edit these for no, us. No, no, you've already cheated on me. Once, yeah, we did once. Just keep going. Hey, we yeah. had to. He was in town. Yeah. You weren't. Um, yeah. But uh, he was naked, ready to go. You just couldn't help yourself. I couldn't help myself. Uh, boy, you're in a mood tonight, aren't you? <laughs> I think it's because you're hungry, right? I am. I'm very hungry. Uh, so am I. So I am wanted right. Edgar to bring you Popeye's know? chicken. I asked John to, to call Edgar, have him bring some Popeye's chicken. You didn't call. First of all, I, I would never bring Popeye's after watching the Undercover Boss episode of Popeye's. Well, oh, the there is one Boss episode of Popeye's. Oh, they just—it's just typical fast food that they don't treat their employees well, and everyone's underpaid and all that good stuff. So, um, isn't that happening in all fast food places? Yeah, but I don't want to see it when I'm watching Undercover Boss. You don't want to know about it. You don't want to know how the sausage, or in this case, the the chick, the chicken is being made. Yeah, you don't want to know how the hot dogs been made. Exactly. You don't, you don't want to know, know how they uh, 
bread and fry the animal 51? Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, let's see what's going on. So you're going on tour, and you'll be back mid-March. So you're going to miss our anniversary of the first day we recorded. Oh, that's right. Podcast. When was it? The 5th? Was it February 5th? It was the day before the Super Bowl we recorded our first one. Uh, we didn't launch it for a couple months, I think, because we wanted to save a bunch and get them in the can. And I think you were... Uh, you like having a lot in the can. Uh, yeah. Get, I, do know, like I, started, a, I do like a big I can, honestly too, of started, myself, John, so I, I understand. I started to say, I started to say, because we wanted to get one and get a few in the can, and I knew you were going to go there with, uh, you know, you couldn't resist the, in yeah. the ass jokes. Um, Junk in the trunk. Please. Pooper. Is that why everyone laughs when we say in the can? Yes, that's exactly why. Uh, so you're going, where are you going to be now? You're going to, this is like your huge tour every year. Yes, yeah, so 17. Two weeks in the U.S. and then a week and a half in Australia and then another two weeks in the U.S. Oh, wow. So um, you're going to hit Chicago, my hometown. Next Saturday, yes, correct. Where, uh, you're going to hit Dallas, my hometown. Oh, yeah. A little um, bit after Valentine's Day. Hey, can I hook my... Uh, Nephew up with some tickets? Yes. Yes, uh, you may. I'll, uh, I'll look into that. Thanks, man. Um, so, you are uh, looking forward to this? Is this going to be fun for you? Is this, uh, you've had a, a kind of a, a long time off during the holidays, a couple months, right? Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, it doesn't feel like much. Uh, well, no, because it, it hasn't been very long. The last uh, Flogging Molly show was on December 15th, so that was only three weeks ago. And now we got a, another tour. Uh, wow. It's so, yeah, it does feel like a lot longer, but you had that little yeah, couple. And then you went on Jam Cruise. Yeah. How'd you enjoy that? Happy Hippies. Do you know what that is? Jam Cruise. You, you know, it's uh, well, they have a bunch of. Uh, explain what it is. Well, first of all, since uh, last year and this year, the Jam Cruise has turned into two cruises where they uh, piggyback on this cruise ship uh, and they put a dance music cruise first called holy ship and it's uh it's a whole lot of dubstep oh yeah there's uh skrillex has been on it both years and um justice was on it this year major laser bunch of uh dance music some of it that i enjoy but it's tough personally for me to take it for uh long periods of time yeah that kind of music just kind of gets to me it's like my my shift on both cruises is uh a rough one. It's the graveyard shift. I work from midnight until six a.m. So. Uh, oh, I didn't realize you did the dubstep one too. Yeah, yeah. So you went from like having like total everyone on E to everyone on acid. That's ex- <laughs> quite literally. Yes, yes, John. Um, yeah, and the the fans are drastically different. Uh, the. I really did not enjoy the passengers on the holy ship. They were many of them. I don't want to generalize or stereotype, but many of them were entitled, and uh, everyone was obsessed with being backstage. Even though backstage was really just like across this line of gaff tape. Yeah. it wasn't really, it was only 10 feet and you could see everything, but um, there were some super fans that really just had to stand closer to the DJ and they they wouldn't be told no. And um, because of it, they had to, uh, we had some uh, pretty professional security to take care of everything. And 
It was uh, it it wasn't too interesting for me as a sound engineer because it's just left and right and then to turn it up as loud as it'll go. Really. But, <laughs> uh, so where uh, I, I I was really surprised to find out how excited I was for Jam Cruise because all of these passengers from Holy Ship got off and on the same day the Jam Cruisers <laughs> got on. Dudes walked on. Right, like, right. And I, I remember last week they've been it, selling like, stuff all year just to be able to come on this yeah. thing. Like, <laughs> uh, at like 3 or 4 p.m. I started seeing the first Jam Cruise passengers come on and you could just tell that they were like stoned and happy and they couldn't wait to <laughs> walk up to the soundboard and say, dude, it sounds so good. <laughs> <laughs> Which was a really great compliment, uh, even if it is coming from a stoner who who's, is dancing the night away on lots of drugs. What's what's a what's a what's a cost to go on one of those things? Oh, I can't remember. Uh, I want to say you can get a cabin for two people for like probably between fifteen hundred and two thousand bucks. I think it's like that's for one. I want to say it's like around a thousand dollars a person. Six six days. Jesus. I don't know. Is that what a normal cruise costs? I don't even know. I think that it's uh, slightly more than a typical cruise would be. What about the food? Is it like the same, or is it like? Oh, it like see, we were discussing princess, this like, is it, is it because nice there's boat? there's the ship is really nice. The ship is fairly new. It holds uh, three thousand passengers plus a thousand crew. It's got thirteen floors, a uh, big pool deck, a uh, casino. Um, <laughs> the crew's probably like, oh my god. The food. Truly right. smell. No, no, no. The crew loves the jam cruise. Really? Because it's a whole bunch of whiny old people the rest of the year. They oh, love, even though right. there's like craziness that happens on the jam cruise, the crew loves it. They're like, oh, we love it when the jam, because everybody doesn't give a shit. They just want to hang out and drink Mai Tais. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, the food is surprisingly awful. I think there are like <laughs> many different tiers of food that the ship can provide. Right. Uh like if you you're the producer of a cruise and you decide that you want um to have premium food, then that's exactly what they'll provide. But I think that for the jam cruise passengers the quality of the food uh is lower in priority uh than the quality of the music. So uh, they can get away with uh, several tiers down on the the, the quality yeah, of yeah, right, the right. food. Be eating so rations. it's kind of annoying. To, Plus, they're all high to eat. So well, they're right. going to be eating. They're like, they're like oh, oh, this is amazing. Pizza. Yeah, like uh, cornflakes and some pizza. Oh, oh, oh I got a banana so now. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> Here's some cardboard. Uh, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so that w- that part is disappointing. It's really tough to eat well we ventured out uh in the ports to try and find decent food while we were at port a really funny experience at one of the ports because god uh, willing (laughs) (laughs) so uh sometimes when you're at a, a port that's more than one cruise ship there's our cruise ship, and then there's also like a Norwegian cruise, or you know some other cruise ship that's also stopping there at the same time. 
So my coworker and I um, started wandering in this port, and we sat down and and we started looking. Both started staring at this guy. Like, then the guy looked like he's familiar, and then we're like, yeah, that's you know. The football coach Rex Ryan—that's his brother. He's the brother that all that works for the other football team. And then, and we like kept um, brainstorming, and we then we remembered that it's Rob Ryan, Rex Ryan's brother, and he's the defensive coordinator for the Cowboys. Not anymore. Exactly. So then uh, we made the joke: What do you do when you don't make the playoffs? Go on a cruise. Go on a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Did you uh, did you catch any of the uh, playoff games? The Bears are out, were out of it, obviously. They were in it to the last minute of the season. Um, I got to see the Ravens game right when I got back uh, after offloading from the. Uh, All right, ship. so yeah, this will this will this will post after the, the Super Bowl. What are your Super Bowl predictions? Because we're right now, it's uh, Ravens. Um, I'm gonna say 49ers. 49ers versus. I'm going to say 49ers versus Ravens, and I don't know who's going to win. I agree, and I think San Francisco will win. I uh, I think uh, I actually like both those teams. You know, I could go. I, could yeah. see, I kind of been all I want is a good game. This is what wait, and, wait, and wait. we've had some great games. Does that mean that the bro- the brothers would be yeah the coaching? Harbaugh brothers? Yeah, yeah. And as that that's never happened in a Super Bowl, right? Uh, well, didn't Peyton? No, you know, like Peyton it. and Eli battled. For, did they battle for a Super Bowl? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, they definitely How played. cool would that be if it was Harbaugh versus Harbaugh? Yeah. So um, I like. I got to tell you, which I, one's older after, and which one's younger? After watching them kick the shit out of Green Bay, man, I gotta, I gotta go San Francisco, man. Those guys look well. Great. The one who coaches in San Francisco used to play quarterback for the Colts and the Bears. And the Bears. Were they the Indianapolis Colts back yeah, It was then? like in the 90s. It wasn't oh. the Baltimore Colts. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but Okay, so yeah, so we're right now into the AFC and NFC playoff. So Super Bowl's in three weeks. Uh, and who do you want to win then? I say, I say San Francisco. You yeah, say San I'd Francisco. say Baltimore. Okay. Yeah. Want to put some money on it? No, I don't want to put any money on it. Yeah, come I, I, on. Let's make this interesting. Ever since the Bears were out of I already owe so many people lunches and, and stuff. We'll, we'll make the bet only if those two teams go to the Super Bowl. Okay. I got $5 on the Ravens. All right. I, I, I got $4 on... Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> I got $5 on... Okay, $5 okay. on the... Uh, all right, punch it out. Okay. $5. I okay. got uh, San Francisco. Edgar was witness. Um, so... Uh, also, we missed. Uh, did you see the Golden Globe? Oh, yeah, you were here for the, the party. You, you I just was made it. Uh, standing next to you. Yeah, you made I was making wings. your chicken I know wings. You made chicken wings for us. That was great. But I, I, I forgot you came in that day. I know we had a lot of people here, so it was like, and I knew there was. I knew you. Were, there I, were a lot of people. You were lost in the shuffle. I was lost in the shuffle. Okay. But uh, uh, it was a fun time. Uh, a good show. I think Tina Fey and uh, and uh, Amy Poehler were great. Um, I love the. Uh, the joke about Anne Hathaway. I haven't seen anybody that abandoned and alone since you were on stage <laughs> with James Franco at the Oscars. That was fucking hilarious. Um, but we're moved now into Oscar season. Um, Nobody plans a career in porn. It just happens when you forget to wear underwear. Is <laughs> <laughs> that what she said? <laughs> no, she goes. No, that was, she should have followed it up with that though. Because uh, you know the the 
the upskirt photo. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Anne Hathaway upskirt yeah, photo. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, well, wait. Before, before we talk about I want to get your Oscar predictions, too. Uh, uh, you went San to, Francisco. Okay. <laughs> Edgar, you went to Dallas. You got to go back home um, for yes. the holidays. How was that? Did you have a good time? I did. Thank you for asking. Did you uh, hit all your old haunts? Did you what, did you tear did you up stomp on, on your old stomping ground? Did you stomp on the stomping grounds? A- any more? Did you uh, kill on the killing fields? Did you destroy on the destroyer? <laughs> no, that would be. Did you? Did you have a good time? Did you have a good holiday? Everybody yes, have a good holiday? I, I did. I had a very good New Year's. It was nice and relaxing. Edgar and I gave each other the same gift. Herpes. No, uh, we the gave, gift that keeps on giving. We gave each other. Um, uh, whiskey stones, which is like kidney stones. <laughs> um, you get them from not drinking enough water. And uh, no, it's uh, we, we each gave each other a set of uh, whiskey stones. Aaron gave me a really cool ass. Uh, where is it? Oh, it's in my car. Um, a, you'll like this. Edgar. Did you take it to your car? I put it in my car, but I haven't put you it haven't, in yet. Okay. Um, it's. Uh, I hope you it's appreciate for playing it. podcasts and music from my iPhone through my radio because I have an old cassette deck. And that's how I usually play with an adapter on my, my, my play my phone and my anything. And it's but just you gotta explain so that. Yeah, you annoying. gotta like flip it like, from like side A to side B like, all like, the time. To, and obviously, the thing is kind of fucked because it's like either the tape player's fucked or the other thing's fucked. You gotta turn the volume way down and it's turn like, the other like. And there's gotta, like hisses, and Edgar's always in the back going, "Can you get rid of this fucking white noise?" And it's like, <laughs> um, was it white noise or pink noise? It was. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> calls, so, calls Steve Albini. It's almost the anniversary. He'll, oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, what's oh. the pink noise thing? Um, pink noise is equal energy per octave. Is that an actual thing? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were making some sort of like pussy joke or white, something like that. White noise is equal energy per frequency. Clearly. Look, look at you, smarty pants. <laughs> <laughs> What? Jesus, John, read a book. Only yeah, took really. $150,000 of education. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's equal energy what? Pink noise is equal energy per octave. It per sound, o- pink noise sounds like um, every everything at the same volume, natural to our human ear. White noise um, is equal energy per frequency, and uh, it... Uh, does not it's um it works uh in theory but if you were to listen to it it doesn't sound like an equal amount of low frequency mid frequency and high frequency which is why a lot of times when say for instance if you were going to measure um a music venue uh you would use pink noise and not white noise because uh it uh takes into account the human ear Jesus. hope i got that right so are we are we broadcasting in pink noise or white noise? What are we? <laughs> we'll we'll throw a little pink noise at the. I'll edit in a little pink will noise you, at the end of this. All right, are uh, you do, joking? Can you do that? Is that a sure thing? Sure, could. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll have some pink noise for you. So for those who stick around, who'll be um, right. I'm sure they've already. Everybody's already stopped listening. <laughs> but uh, Jesus, the pink noise and white noise. Um, you went away too. You went to Washington D.C., right? Yes. You want to yes, tell them what happened to you when you, you went out to to get dressed up? What happened to me? The uh, what did I do? <laughs> you went to go purchase uh, a shirt. Oh my god! <laughs> I got in an argument with my girlfriend about uh, whether or not my shirt was 
appropriate or dressy enough or this or that. So I said, I'll show you. And I went to this store I'd never heard of before uh, called Thomas Pink. Ah, Pink Noise. There you go. There you go. Call, call that podcast. <laughs> Subscribe for free on iTunes. Uh, and I bought two shirts totaling $600. Uh, and I said, you better like this because this is a really nice shirt. And the shirt was really nice, uh, only I, um, right when I was like in the middle of my grudge, like, get this shirt out, I'm going to wear this nice shirt, uh, I got out her iron. <laughs> this is a, a white shirt, plain One white of the most shirt. expensive shirts you've ever owned. The most expensive shirt I've ever purchased. Wow. I got out the iron, and I put some water in the iron so I could use the steam function. And I pressed the steam button, and brown spouts came out everywhere. And brown brown stains uh, were everywhere on my brand new $200 white button-up shirt. So then I frantically tried to, like, get them out with a sponge, and I kind of got them out, and eventually ironed the shirt and put on a tie, and we went to this party. and <laughs> Put on, like, a jacket that you cover up with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Put a sweater over the, the, the brown spots. Put another shirt on over the other shirt. <laughs> and then I returned the shirts the next day. Nice. No questions asked. I walked in and I said, I didn't like this shirt. And they said, we'll refund, give us your credit card. Yeah, are you from the call? Wait, are you from the Callback Podcast? Yeah, they said that first. And I said, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that all the time. Are you Aaron Pink Noise Glass? <laughs> um, so, oh, here come the cops. Never heard that in this neighborhood. Uh, this yeah, where the helicopter is right behind. Yeah, exactly. The helicopters yeah. are on their way. So, uh, uh, did you enjoy, what did you, did you get to see anything in Washington, or, that's where your girlfriend lives, the Amazing Sarah? What is yes, the Amazing Sarah. We shall be known as that <laughs> from now on. The Amazing <laughs> the Sarah. Amazing Sarah. Um, did you, uh, what, did you do anything special, anything fun? Um, we, uh, she had a, a work Christmas party, um, I worked, and then we went to this, uh, fancy, uh, Vietnamese slash Thai restaurant where um, it's so hip right now that um, a line forms at 4.30 p.m. and then they open at 5.30 p.m. and they take their tables for the evening. So if you want to go, you can't make a reservation and you have to go stand in line. And when they open, you can either decide to sit down or have them call you when the second round or third round of tables opens up. So my buddy Chaz Powers, who is this uh, just awesome Who's dude. Who's apparently a cartoon, like a comic book superhero. He is I'm kind Chaz, of a co- He Chaz is kind Powers. of a comic book superhero. He, he's uh, all around a cool dude. And he works at this bar in D.C. called The Pug. Um, so any D.C. listeners, go see Chaz at The Pug. Tell him Aaron says hi. 
actually, we he calls me Murder Bone. So tell him Murder, Murder Bone. Bone says hi. Um, I don't even want to know why. I was hanging out with Chess, and I told him I needed to go stand in line at this restaurant uh, at four thirty. It was really cold out. Um, it was uncomfortable to be outside, and we were going around to some thrift stores. And in one of the thrift stores, Chaz said, here, I'm going to get you this little camping chair. Uh, so when you stand outside the restaurant, you can sit in the camping chair. Uh, which when, I when thought was silly at the time, but then when I was actually waiting in line, I thought, this is the best plan ever. Because the, the line started forming behind me, mm-hmm. and I was and I was like, check me out. I'm fir- Not only am I first in line, but I'm in a camping chair. <laughs> Uh, so how was the food? It was uh, it was different. It was really good, but also it was um, some of it was more interesting than it was uh, good, tasty. It, you know, like uh, one of the dishes had like pineapple and like a sweet ground pork. Like it was it was really out there. Was it a set menu or can you set menu? Oh, yeah, right. or many courses uh, set menu. I wish I could remember the name of the restaurant. How expensive? Um, I think it was a fixed price forty or forty five dollars per person. We'll put it on the website. We'll put the the, the name. It'll of the come plane. to me. So, um, so that was the big highlight of the the trip. You yeah, also it was one went, of the highlights. Well, you made a, yeah, there was you, the you Thomas missed, Pink shirt. There was oh, the, that was a good highlight. The, uh, well, you made uh, for Thanksgiving. You made a what did you make? You did you do a you did, deep fried turkey in Seattle. Uh, with my lady's uh, parents and um, uh, sister and brother-in-law, huge success. Huge success. I know you're worried about it. You're worried about like you watched all. Oh, the I do. I, I, I did hours yeah. of uh, research, uh, tr- preparing for the. Is it juicy? Deep, fri- deep fried turkey? Is it juicy? It or? was incredibly juicy. Really? It was so good. Um, Edgar, you ever have a deep fried turkey? No. I have not. We'll do it. I'll I'll get a turkey fryer here. Actually, you might be able to deep fry a turkey in that in that thing uh, aluminum pot that you just got. Oh, that's right. I got you an aluminum pot. You know all why? We need, all we need is a burner. Because you're going to make us. I'm going to make you some beer. Yes. I got him a beer making kit with bottles that you can make your own label. I want to make the callback. <laughs> the callback. Oh. <laughs> that would be great. Um. All right, so uh, back to you, Edgar. So uh, anything exciting happened over the holidays? Um, Thanksgiving, you, you hosted some Thanksgiving festivities for some friends. I was there. That was a lot of fun. Or wait, no, that was Christmas Eve. What did, we, what did I do for Thanksgiving? I don't even remember. Did you gobble, gobble, give? Oh, I should have. Oh. But I didn't. I know I was going to, but I didn't. Uh, our friend Jenny is very active in the gobble, gobble, give community, which is a charity organization. And yeah, I was kind of a dick. I didn't do it. Um, what did I do for Thanksgiving? I honestly don't remember. Um, I know I had it with Megan. I'm drawing a blank. What did you do, Edgar? I oh, I went to the same party you did. Oh, <laughs> oh, we went to Eric Streepers. All right, yeah, yeah, our webmasters. All right, that's where we were. All right, I totally forgot. I drew a blank. Um, yeah. Eric, if you're listening, they're really sorry. They, uh, sorry, Eric. That that's really we're sorry, but you're not really memorable. 
This is a pretty low-key podcast already, isn't it? We're all just kind of chilling out here. Um, I'm asleep. I know. We need to eat. We're starving. So, um, uh, yeah, the holidays were fun. They were good times. I got... Uh, 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 I got I got started on a new uh, script, which I'm excited about. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and the old one is just laying there, like always. Uh, anything? Uh, so tell us more. Anything going on? Anything you want to say about your your holidays? Are your uh, seen any movies? Anything? Uh, Dallas? No, my my trip was pretty low key. I I made sure it was that way. You want to just relax? And, yeah. Uh, did you? Uh, Aaron, have you been catching up on any movies for uh, Oscar season? Um, what did I just watch? Uh, End of Watch. End of Watch. Oh, that's a great movie. Really enjoyed movie. End of Watch. Yeah, it hasn't been nominated for anything, but it's really one of the best movies of last year. I think it was really great. I saw Lincoln. So Lincoln, you know, he dies at the end. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean. Oh, Daniel Day Lewis is sorry. dead, but I just saw yeah. him at the yeah. Golden Globes. No, that's how it works. They all do. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's her name? Django. Uh, Mario Cotier cut her legs off for that one movie. <laughs> Rust and Bone. Uh, Django was really awesome. Oh, Django was great. Love that. That's probably. Uh, Does it make you feel nostalgic watching it? <laughs> yes, yes, because I, I lived through that time, yeah, because I'm old. It might it. be my second favorite movie after Pulp Fiction of, of Quentin, Quentin Tarantino's. Yeah, I mean, Pulp Fiction is always... <coughs> it's, uh, that's always going to be number one for me. I have to think about that. Inglorious Passwords. Yeah. That was good. Resident Jackie Dog. Brown also. And, uh, yeah, I enjoyed Jackie Brown. Yeah. I need to watch that one again. Yeah. The uh, I, the other one's just kind of forgettable. The... Uh, What's that one? The yeah, those other forgettable. No, ones you know the one forgot. I'm talking about. The the word the woman's on the car the entire fucking movie. Uh, Kill Bill. No, it's no, not the Kill Bill ones. The uh, the, the woman on the car. Yeah, woman thanks, on the car. Thanks, Edgar. thanks for what? the. Yeah, it, it it was part of. Don't fucking look at me like that. No, I, know what I'm I don't know. What <laughs> yeah, she's uh, the the actual woman's a stunt woman. Um, it's uh, Kurt Russell. Oh, the stunt woman on the car. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um. It's called. It's he did uh, half a movie with Robert Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Yeah, exactly. From it dusk was, till dawn. No, no, that was another movie. This is this was called. It's about Spy Kids. Oh my god, <laughs> you guys are fucking. I mean, I swear to God, I'm gonna kill somebody. Um, Pussy wagon. No, it was. Oh boy. Um, I did enjoy the Kill Bill movies, so those were pretty good. But uh, they kind of were the, you know, they were just fun, and that was it. You know, Django was really great. I, li- I like, I, I was, I was into it the whole time. Woman you know, in the car. Yo, come on, come on! I'm gonna figure this out. <laughs> it was about, uh, like, what do they call those type of movies? Like driving, not or uh, like B movies or something like that. It's like pulp. No, not pulp. Uh, oh, come on! What the fuck? I'm not looking this up. Um, and yeah, there were two movies. The one half of it was Robert Rodriguez in his movie. The other half was one where Kurt Russell was a psychopath, and there was a whole. It basically was a whole chase scene, the entire movie, and intercut between these two movies were um, were uh, uh, commercials for other movies. Like I think there was a commercial for Machete, like which a, actually became a movie. And it's like a movie inside a movie. Are you yeah. talking about Inception? Oh Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, I'm, I refuse to look this up. I will figure this out. Um, Once upon a time in Mexico. 
Okay. Is that the name of a movie? Yes. No, that, that is the name of a movie. Uh, but yeah, okay. So that's the one I'm talking about. And he, they actually wound up releasing two feature-length versions of both of those films, Robert Rodriguez's and, um, and uh, Quentin Tarantino's. I can't even remember yeah, what, his name. Why doesn't Edgar have his magic answer machine uh, All right, you can look it up, Edgar, if you want. Uh, I really want to figure this out on my own. Um, what is that called? Were they like... Like a set, like I don't know, like a fuck. All right, forget it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna come up with it. Anyway, so uh, Quentin Tarantino won the uh, screenwriting award for uh, Django for the Golden Globes. Um, uh, he used the N word, I think, 178 times in the in the uh, in the script. But yeah, weren't um, we talking about that once? Like, that, does he? Uh, is that cool or? Or does he go a little bit too far? Like, do you think Samuel L. Jackson is like, yeah, nah, nah, you're my boy, it's all good? Or do you think he's like, you know, maybe you shouldn't maybe, say, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe like, like maybe the hundred, third or fourth, yeah, third <laughs> or fourth time was cool, but maybe hundred seventy is too many. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe just done, maybe drop it down to like a. You're my boy and all, but maybe, maybe, maybe just. Yeah, you know, I think, I think, um, uh. He, you know, he came under. I heard there was a story about Denzel Washington where uh, he had done some. Quentin Tarantino had done some punch up on uh, like *Crimson Tide*. Is that the movie that Denzel was in? Um, uh, Flight. No, I know he was in *Flight*. Um, I'm drunk right now. So uh, I just spoiled the movie. Sorry, sorry. Uh, so uh, <laughs> you just did the last scene of the movie <laughs> *Flight*. Which is, yeah, <laughs> this, this, this will be called spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> Anybody's never seen uh, Citizen Kane, uh, Rosebud's a Sled, and uh, and and Edgar. Uh, Turns out Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, callback podcast. Callback podcast. Callback. He gets to do that. Uh, he does that at every movie we go to see. Um, he's he always says that. Even the best of you've actually seen two Bruce Willis movies with us, which has been pretty funny. Um, so let's see. Turns here. out we're all patients in a mental hospital. <laughs> Well, in a way. Um, so, uh, other okay, Oscar predictions. Let's do that right now since we're on the topic of movies. I'm a huge movie fan, uh, and I, I uh, movie buff. And um, let's see here. I have them right here. All right. Who do you think's going? Because now, because this is going to go up after the Oscars, so this is great. Um, best picture: Amore, Argo, Beast of the Southern Wild, Django Unchained, Les Mis, Life of Pi, Lincoln, Silver Linings Playbook, and Zero Dark Thirty. Lame is gonna win. Really? Yeah, I'm calling it. Lame is. I've only seen Django and Lincoln, and I'm gonna go with Django. I've seen all of them, and Zero Dark well, Thirty's good. Ooh, I told you I'm a fan. <laughs> um, Silver Linings Playbook. I would love if that won, but I don't think it's going to. Um, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be Argo. I love Django and Chain, but they're just not gonna vote for it. I think it's gonna be Argo. Uh, actor in a leading role: Bradley Cooper, Silver Linings Playbook; Hugh uh, Hugh Jackman, Les Mis; Daniel Day Lewis, Lincoln; Joaquin Phoenix, The Master; Denzel Washington, Flight; Edgar's favorite, and um, that was Aaron. It, oh, was that Aaron? Uh, and your your choice there: Joaquin Phoenix. He's pretty good, but he's better than the movie. I'm still here. D- Why isn't Lewis. that on the list? I think. Right. Uh, I'd love for Bradley Cooper to win, but I, I think Hugh Jackman's probably going to win, only because he won the Golden Globe and 
kind of carrying that momentum right now. I didn't I didn't care for that movie Les Mis. I was bored. Um, I don't mind musicals. That one just is just. Eh. I thought Sacha Baron Cohen was fine. Everything else kind of was like whatever. Actor in supporting role: Alan Arkin, Argo, Robert De Niro, Silver Linings Playbook, Philip Seymour Hoffman, The Master, Tommy Lee Jones, Lincoln, and Christopher Waltz, Django Unchained. Christopher Waltz is absolutely he's got it. He kills it. He kills it. Yeah. So literally. Hey, you know. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Callback podcast. (laughs) Actress in a leading role: Jessica Chastain, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, Jessica Chastain for Zero Dark Thirty. Jennifer Lawrence for Silver Linings Playbook. Emmanuel Riva for Amour. Um, Oh, I can't even try her name. The Beast of the Southern Wild Girl and uh, Naomi Watts in The Impossible. I'm gonna go with Quavenza Han Wallace. You know she does. She's great. She actually deserves it, but she's not gonna get it because she's too young. But uh, and they're too afraid to open the envelope and read her name out. Yeah, then nobody can read her name. They're gonna be like Quavenza, Quavenza, Quavenza. Naomi Watts, ladies and gentlemen. No, I was trying to think of who's the who's the woman that um, was in uh, who won for my cousin Vinny. Uh, Marissa Tomei. Tomei. Yeah, they'll be, so be like Quavenza, uh, Quavenza, Ah, Marissa Tomei. Because you know the whole thing is they say that Jack Palance read the wrong name. Read Marissa Tomei, and she never really actually won the Oscar, but they gave it to her. There's like this scandal that says that that happened. Supposedly, it's not. You know, it's not true, but it's a nice little uh, little. Uh, I haven't seen any of those movies, uh, so I'm going to go with Naomi Watts. Naomi Watts. Uh, I actually sat behind Jessica Chastain at a movie theater, and she's gorgeous. So I'm going to go with her. She's also really good at Zero Dark Thirty. I like Jennifer Lawrence to win. I wouldn't mind, but. Jessica Chastain, she carried that movie. She was the entire, you know, the entire thing. Uh, the woman in a more amazing, I don't think she's got enough to, to win that. A more is just kind of a one note for me. It just, you know, it's what it was. But the, the girl in Beast of Southern Wild deserves it. She's not going to get it. I'm giving it to Jessica Chastain. Uh, actress supporting role, Amy Adams, The Master. Sally Field, Lincoln, Anne Hathaway, Les Mis. Helen Hunt in the sessions. You get to see her pussy. Jackie Weaver, Silver Linings Playbook. Does anyone actually want to see that? No, not really. So Sally Field. Um, I think Sally Field. She's good. She's good. Um, I'll go with Amy Adams. And I'm going to go with the favorite, Anne Hathaway, just because everyone just is fucking licking that asshole of Can the fucking... Can we just skip ahead to the good categories yeah, like yeah. best sound mixing, All best right. sound Oh, we're editing. getting there. Animated feature film, Brave, Frank and Weenie, Paranorman, the Pirates, Band of Misfits, and Wreck-It Ralph. I'm going to go with Wreck-It Ralph just for the hell of it. Brave won the... Uh, Again, seen none of them, so I'm going to go with Frank and Weenie. Yeah. I'll go with Pirates. Who doesn't like Pirates? Who doesn't like Pirates? Cinematography, Anna Karenina, Django Unchained, Life of Pi, Lincoln, Skyfall. Django. Django. Django I, I like Roger Deakins. I'll go with Skyfall. Okay, cool. How do you know Roger Deakins? You're I've read with. books. Um, costume design: Anna Karenina, Les Mis, Lincoln, Mirror, Mirror, Snow White, and The Huntsman. What the fuck? This is like the only time those <laughs> things get nominated. I don't know. Maybe this one will give the Lincoln. Let's go with Mirror, Mirror. I like. Uh, I go with Lincoln. I like the title. You go with Lincoln. I'll go with Les Mis. Yeah. All right. Directing: Amor, Michael Hanke. Hanke. I don't know how to say his name. Beast of the Southern Wild, Life of Pi, and Lincoln and Silver Linings Playbook. This is a tough one. Um, I think 
I don't think Life of Pi is going to get it. Let's go with Lincoln. Let's get Steven Spielberg. Yeah. You know what? Um, since Argo wasn't nominated, I'm going to go with Silver Linings Playbook, David O. Russell, because I met him once and I thought he was cool. Um, but uh, Beast of the Southern Wild, that'd be great if that won, but it's such an underdog and it came out a long time ago. So, um, oh, Aaron, what's your, what do you say? Directing? Uh, Ang Lee. Ang Lee? Yeah. Life of Pi? Yeah. yeah. Documentary feature. Yeah. Five Broken Cameras, The Gatekeepers, How to Survive a Plague, The Invisible War, Searching for Sugar Man. Haven't seen any of them. I like the, I like the trailer for Searching for Sugar Man. I saw Searching for Sugar Man on a Wait, what's, what's it about? I can't... This. No, what's it about? What's, you saw it's it? about something... Uh, it's what? about actually looking for... Isn't he a musician? No, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see it. I just saw the title on no, a marquee. No, what, oh. what's, what's it about? I think it's about uh, looking it's for some musician. on my list of... Um, Movies what? to watch because uh, I don't. Yeah, now I have to know. Who uh, who asked you to watch that, or wh- how'd you get that? I thought it was you. Maybe. Um. I mean, I always watch everything, so I'm gonna eventually watch it. What is it? Searching. It's a true story of the greatest '70s U.S. rock icon who never was. So it's it's something. Yeah. Rodriguez. Oh. Starring Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of this guy. Yeah? Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to vote for that then. Yeah. All right, well, I think we're all in agreement on that one. Searching for Sugarman. It's going to win. Documentary short subject. Um, Innocent, King's Point, Mondays at Racine, Open Heart, and Redemption. Don't know anything about any of these except Innocent was a television show on MTV. I'm gonna, so I'm going to vote for... Uh, hmm. I'm going to vote for Redemption. Everyone likes a Redemption tale. Mondays at Racine. Mondays at Racine. Aaron? Uh, yeah, Racine. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking jag off. <laughs> Film editing. Argo, Life of Pi, Lincoln, Silver Linings Playbook, Zero Dark Thirty. Argo. Life of Pi. Um, editing? I don't know. I don't know. You know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go Zero Dark Thirty just to be contrary. Even though they they're probably going to give every anything they can to Argo at this point because of Ben Affleck getting snubbed. Yeah, I'm going to change. I'm going to go to Argo. Film editing Argo. Um, all right, foreign language film. A more Contiki. No, a royal affair and War Witch. No. Uh, I I think this is a slam dunk for Amour just because uh, it's been nominated for Best Film and Best Director and Best Actress. Really? Have, have you seen Contiki? I have. Contiki's great. Um, Never mind. Yeah, it's about what ha- it's about a raft. What happens is these people thought that the uh, this one I guess he's a sociologist or anthropologist sociopath, he, and he's a sociopath, and he uh, he wanted to prove that um, that the Polynesians had Peruvian blood in them. And and to prove that you would have to prove that they made it somehow from there, so it was against all like wave currents and all this stuff. He built this raft and used only things that indigenous, you know, the things that would be common to that to the earliest time of when they thought they would have made this trek. And he sailed uh, with a couple of buddies. They had a radio, but they were allowed to just they didn't you know that was they didn't use anything else that wasn't 
um, specific to how this could have happened. It's actually a true story, and um, it is a documentary that was uh, supposedly really great, which I haven't seen. So it's a good movie. It's really good. But Needless um, to say, I um, regret asking that question. Amor is going to win. Um, uh, what do you think is going to win? You think Kontiki? Yeah, why not? All right, Kontiki, good and you said no. Yeah, no. Um, also, uh, let's see here. So, makeup and hairstyling. Hitchcock, The Hobbit, and Les Mis. I don't know. The Hobbit. Because that'll have that guy in it, right? The dude. What's his name? The guy who plays Golem. That actor. But he wouldn't get an award. Yeah, but that's kind of makeup and hairstyling. That's kind of, isn't it? He's all CGI. Okay. I don't know. Maybe The Hobbit. I saw Hitchcock. I don't know much There's about it. There's a the... golem in The Hobbit? Yeah, isn't it? Isn't he in The Hobbit, too? I just I learned the legend of the golem. No, not golem. No, the... What's his name? Is it... Not the golem. Not the... I know what you're talking about. Jewish golem? Robert Rodriguez. Oh, you fucking asshole. <laughs> All right. We're going to skip that. Um, who are you voting for? Just... What are you voting for? Hobbit and Les Mis or Hitchcock? Makeup and hairstyle. Les Mis. All right. Um, Hobbs. All right. Music, original score, Anna Karenina, Argo, Life of Pi, Lincoln, Skyfall. What do you think? Anna Karenina. Anybody but John Williams. Um, so I go with Argo. Musical Because the rest score. of them are written by John Williams. <laughs> <laughs> um, music, original score, I guess, you know, Anna Karenina might... Uh, I'm going to go with you. Ar- no, you know, I'm going to go Life of Pi. What the fuck? I'll go Life of Pi just to be different. Um, music, original song. I don't know any of these. Before My Time from Chasing Ice. Everybody Needs a Best Friend from Ted. Uh, Pie's Lullaby from Life of Pi. Skyfall from Skyfall. With Adele sings that. And then Suddenly from Les Mis. Fuck, that's probably going to be Suddenly. But I'd love for Seth MacFarlane to win. He's hosting this year, so that'd be fun. It would be fun. Except I was really disappointed with Ted. Yeah? Did you watch it yeah, yet? So it was, it's all right. Yeah, it was fun. There's some fun lines in there. Yeah, it's Somewhere like... Uh, it's like four almost, really it's like, bad fathers I need to thank. <laughs> it's like almost all right. Yeah. I mean, when I watch Family Guy... I laughed. I I'm, had a good time I'm blown away uh, frequently. I, I made it through two hours of Ted and it was like... Nah, I thought it was fun. I, la- I, ha- I enjoyed it more <laughs> than you did, I'm sure, but, uh, but I know what you're saying. It's... It, you know, it was also really, really set up by everybody that we were like, "Oh, you haven't seen Ted? You got to see Ted!" You know, and, and that always hurts a hurts a movie. What do you think, Edgar? Uh, Pie's Lullaby. Pie's Lullaby. I'm going with um, Les Mis, and who are you going with, Aaron? Uh, family Guy. Oh, everybody <laughs> needs a best friend. All right. <laughs> Uh, production design. Anna Karenina. We're getting through the the boring ones here. Um, Anna Karenina. Hobbit. Les Mis, Life of Pi, and Lincoln. Anna Karenina is a period piece. Let's go with that. Uh, Lincoln, also a period piece. Les Mis, period go piece. So I'm going to go with Les Mis. Um, short film. Don't know anything about these. I'm going to go catch the short films. I'm going to try to do that before the... Um, they're going to show them for a very short period of time in a couple that's weeks. That's a good pun. Uh, oh, that's... Yeah. <laughs> very funny. Adam and go Dog. The one called uh, Paperman. Fresh gu- guacamole. Head over heels. Maggie Simpson in The Longest Daycare and Paperman. I think that's what it's about. I, I, Searching I it, for Paperman? Search, <laughs> yeah, 
I'm gonna go with Paperman too. Yeah, it's yeah. unanimous. Paperman. Paper. No, Paperman. they didn't make a sequel yet. It could Chad. be about there's, a Jewish there's dude. There's no Paperman too. It could be about a Jewish dude, or <laughs> or it could be about a superhero, a really bad superhero. <laughs> um, short film, live action, Assad, Bushaki Boys, Bukaki Boys, no, Bushkashi Boys, Curfew, Death of a Shadow, and Henry. I don't know anything about these. Um, so I'm going to go with uh, Assad because it's alphabetically the first. What about you guys? Uh, Assad. Definitely Assad. I'm going with Henry. Henry. Um, sound editing. Here we Argo, go. Django Unchained, Life of Pi, Skyfall, Zero Dark Thirty. Hmm. Django. Django. Oh, what the hell? I'll go Django too. Zero Dark Thirty is going to win, but I'll go Django. Uh, sound mixing. Argo, Les Mis, Life of Pi, Lincoln, Skyfall. Clearly, anyone who saw Argo knows that the sound mixing was phenomenal. Usually, if you win sound mixing, you don't you, isn't it like you win, you win sound editing, you win sound mixing? No. No? All right. Well, that, I'll go to Argo, too, then. Uh, why does it have to be one of the most popular films that is has the best... Why uh, does that correspond the sound to guy. the best sound mixing? Oh, there we go. What? I mean, is Argo better mixed than uh, uh, some uh, some Shaft movie with Africa. some bad acting and bad directing? You know, couldn't it have a really excellent sound mixing? And this could be some movie we'd never heard of. Oh boy. Well, okay. What did what movie did you work on that you didn't get the credit for? <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you trying to tell us? I, I pick Argo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Visual effects: The Hobbit, uh, Life of Pi. Marvel's The Avenger, The Avengers, uh, uh, Prometheus, Snow White, and the Huntsman. Didn't see Snow White and the Huntsman. Prometheus, eh. All right. It's terrible. Um, Life of Pi, it was good. I didn't see Hobbit. But I didn't see Hobbit, but I'm going to go with the Hobbit visual effects for the same reason. Not go- Is it What's the fucking guy's name? Golem, Golem, Gonad, that, that Andy Serkis plays him. Oh, Gordon Lightfoot. You son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, um, all right. What do you guys? I'm going with the Hobbit visual effects. Come on, we're almost done. That was really funny. <laughs> yes, it was cord like, but jerks. <laughs> the fuck did I ever start a podcast with you guys? Um, what are you going to choose? Visual effects. Choose Hobbits. Do you both? Okay, Hobbit. Oh. Writing adapted screenplay. Argo, Beast of the Southern Wild, Life of Pi, Lincoln, Silver Linings Playbook. I think this one's Silver Lines Playbook. I just think that the, it has a tradition of winning, you know, the, this, this category has a tradition of giving it to, like, um, you know, like, uh, what's the... the Screenplays. Yeah, well, no, you know, the, the movie with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck, um, Good Will Hunting, those kind of quippy dialogue type of things. Uh, I, think, I think this is the, where they'll reward Silver Linings Playbook. They'll give it the, screen, the screenplay award. Beast of the Southern Wild. I liked all those. Yeah, it's a great movie. It deserves everything that's been nominated for, but um, I think it's too small of a movie. But um, Silver Lang's Playbook, I liked. Uh, I liked the dialogue a lot in that. And David O. Russell, maybe this is where he gets you know recognized. What do you think? Definitely where he's going to get recognized. Shut up, asshole. So you're going Silver Lang's Playbook? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. didn't even see it, did you? No. You son of a bitch. Um, writing, original screenplay, Amour, Django Unchained, Flight, 
Moonrise Kingdom, Zero Dark Thirty. Wow, Moore is really getting nominated for a lot for a French I'm film. I'm going to go with Flight here. Really? Yeah. Are you kidding me? He was drunk. That was such a... Oh, will you stop right giving away the <laughs> ending to the... <laughs> Um, there was a thing in the hotel where the window was open oh, and the door was, that was Come on, that was so... Really? You're going to choose that? you got to play along a little bit. I'm going Moonrise Kingdom. That Bruce was Willis game. was not dead the whole time and that blew me away. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with uh, Django Unchained. I'm going with Quentin Tarantino. I think he won the Golden Globe. He's got the heat right now. I think they're going to want to hear him talk. And he's, he's, I, he's cause it, in a way, because he's annoying, but they love him. And th- this is his chance. He's going to get up there and talk. And, you know, this is, he's going to win for best uh, original screenplay. All right. Are we finally through with this? All right. This was a bad idea. Um, <laughs> so the Oscar picks, uh, we're going to have to have an Oscar party. Aaron, what are you going to do? We're not going to have any wings. I'll have to teach you how to use a deep fryer. All right. Sounds good. And, um, where are we at? All right. Uh, we're close to an hour here. So uh, you're going off to Australia. Have you been there before? Yes. Yes, I have. Really? Did you enjoy it? I get to see a Tasmanian devil. Did you really? Yeah. What do, what do they look like? They look like a scary little rodent thing. Does it uh, stand on both like its hind legs like in the cartoon? Or does it look anything like the cartoon thing? No, right. no, it looks nothing like the cartoon. <laughs> well, don't laugh at me. Uh, I, no, my, no, I'm laughing at I'm laughing at the cartoon because. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What does yeah. he do? He just like mumbles. <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. I mean that part of it. That part of it is accurate. That's like the that's like an actual Australian that you're gonna meet out there. The, this Tasmanian devil had like carved a path in its uh, little world, and all it did was race ar- around in a circle, and it would stop a little bit and kind of turn left and turn right, and then it would just keep racing around. It was like a... It's the size of a... Um, uh, like a... Cocker Spaniel, only it looks more muscular and scare, a lot scarier. Black hair, it had, and it had like a red mouth. Uh, and You're it, just describing John right now. Yes, black hair with a red mouth. Yeah, <laughs> Cocker Spaniel. <laughs> Walking all four. Runs in circles. Runs in circles. <laughs> um, what do you mean he runs in like you know, cuz it's the cartoon it goes in circles like that. But does it do they actually do that they spin and No, uh it, this Tasmanian devil did not spin. I mean that it ran like it had like a little track that right. it had carved into its uh it, And is out in the wild? No, it was in the zoo. Oh, okay. No, why would you think that they would make the Tasmanian Devil look the way... Like, Bugs Bunny looks like a rabbit. Well, I mean, Wolverine from the comic books does not look like a real-life Wolverine at all. But he's part human. I mean, that's a little different. I mean, he's... I mean, this is like a Tasmanian Devil. Like, it's, you know, Daffy Duck looks like a duck. You know, that dude just does not... Sylvester the Cat looks like a cat. Tweety looks like a bird. Tasmanian Devil doesn't look anything like it. Does Marvin the Martian looks just like a Martian. Checks out. Check it out. Uh, it's solid. Solid evidence. Um, Have you been watching Space Jam again? <laughs> <laughs> I have it on a loop constantly. It drives Aaron crazy. Oh, just I want to be like Michael Jordan. Um, so uh, what has happened? Let's uh, let's wrap this up with uh, we've gone through a year of podcasts, and we're going to be a little bit more diligent about putting them out. We've had some. Uh, 
some holdups, but we've had a lot of really great uh, responses to the podcast. We really appreciate everyone listening. Um, we've, what, uh, what favorites have you guys? Uh, do you guys have favorites? Anything you want to say about the, the, the year of podcasts we've been doing? Tom Rhodes. Oh, favorite of mine. Favorite? Yep. Was it? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Uh, personally, a couple. A couple Actually, muffers. I think we should uh, take a break right now. Wait for you to <laughs> come up with a decent question. I'll have a cigarette. Oh, I love inside and, jokes. Uh, <laughs> um, that's very funny. Um, yeah, the first podcast I thought was only going to go half a podcast, but uh, we made it all the way through. Um, I really enjoyed the Bill Dwyer podcast. I, I enjoyed. Uh, let's see. Um, I really enjoyed. The Steve Pink was great to talk to. He's uh, um, Jillian Bigman, very funny. Her first female guest, hilarious. Craig Kakowski, Vince Viloff. I really enjoyed all of them. Uh, oh, those, Vince. Vince! Vince probably the best time. Vince that is I a lot had, of fun. Uh, yeah, we should look him fun. up, man. I feel like such an asshole. I never invite him out to anything or see what he's up to. Maybe we'll see if he wants to come to the show tonight. Yeah, um, he doesn't live that far. I think he doesn't live that far. Yeah. So. Um, those that that's been great and we'll keep uh we like to thank eric as always for keeping our website going that's you know he's such a uh solid dude we, thanks and, eric yeah thanks eric <laughs> i think we're done fine fuck him um but as far as um uh also in the meantime uh the podcast has done a lot of other cool things like for instance i got to do my first stand-up uh out in los angeles since uh we started because bill devlin uh, hooked me up with that, which was really cool, and uh, I had a lot of fun. I hope to do that more next year. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Any? Minus no, a few more stand up. I've never uh, made a New Year's resolution. Finish my new script. Make do stand up. Lose twenty pounds. The usual. Yeah, I don't really follow. I don't really do them either. It's but it's just I just keep. It makes you think like, oh, I should do this, you know. But you should be making resolutions all the time. You shouldn't wait till the January to do it. Exactly. <laughs> Um. Anybody, what about you, Edgar? No, I made my resolutions last June, actually, and that's not a joke. <laughs> really? Yeah. Did you really? Have you been, have you followed through on any of them? One was to start the podcast, but you did it in June, so you were like three months behind. You had already started. Too soon. Too soon. What? Uh, what are? You, did you want to share any resolutions? I don't actually. Thank okay. you for asking. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Um. And. Uh, Anything else coming up in the upcoming year for anybody? Any music you want to recommend? Anything you're listening to? Television no. shows? You're going through Breaking no. Bad pretty quickly. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a one season ahead of you, I think. And, uh, yeah, you're, in for, you're about to watch the season finale of last year. Yeah. That's fucking amazing. You, wait till you, you want me to tell you how it ends? No! Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> He was drunk the whole He's time. Drunk. <laughs> I'm drunk right now. <laughs> I'm, he was drunk right now. Um, and then... Uh, We'll see you back here in March, um, and we'll record more podcasts, and we'll keep putting them out. People, thanks for listening. We're going to be more diligent about putting them out more more often, and uh, it's hard to work around Aaron's schedule, but we're going to figure it all out. Uh, Edgar, Aaron's been great, uh, a lot of fun, and uh, I've enjoyed every uh, every one of these with you guys, and I uh, hope we have lots and lots and lots more. Um, thank you for listening, and uh, I guess that's this one. Let's sign off. Good night. Shalom. Cap. Cap. Jew.